Hello, everyone. Welcome to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode number 127, and the second episode of 2020. This is a weekly show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. Uh, my name's Steven, with a PH and an A, joined by the other main dudes behind CanadianGameDevs.com. Steven, with a PH and an E. Thank you for joining us, Steven. Yo, what up? Uh, and joining us also is Brett, capital B-R-E-T. Thanks for joining us, Brett. What up, homies? The man, the myth, the legend. That's what they say. Yeah, that's right. What can, what's, game does? what's happening in the news? <laughs> in the news? Well, <laughs> Yo, calm down. That's a, few, that's a few sections away. Oh, Jesus. First up. If you're unfamiliar, CanadianGameDevs.com is supported by our amazing patrons over on Patreon.com slash CanadianGameDevs, so go support us there uh, to get early access to this podcast, a special channel on our Discord, and our undying love and gratitude. Uh, how's everyone doing? Good. Pretty good. Good? Okay, okay, that's a pretty solid. I don't know. It's almost Monday. It's like, what, are we in like two, we're not dead yet, so that's good. World War Three hasn't started. Yeah, um, no, you know, World War II, yeah, exactly. Like, we're not feeling good in Canada right now. It's a low so, bar. It's pretty... We it's had, uh, I'm alive <laughs> and well. That's a good bar. We had no nuclear disaster this morning in Ontario, so that's good. That was, was whack. Yesterday? I actually slept through both alarms, both of those. <laughs> Neither of them woke me up. My dad good, didn't so. even get the alarm. Oh, really? Yeah. Steve so would think... die peacefully during a nuclear reaction. Yeah, yeah we're just... I, I was going to say, like... I guess when you turn 60, you don't get those alerts. <laughs> it's just like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it don't They're matter. They're like, you won't move fast enough anyway. Yeah, it's you, fine. You're already done old. This is for the youngs. The, the crazy <sighs> thing, that was a mistake, but it was like an hour and a half between messages. So, like, mm-hmm. d- don't the people who didn't, the people who, like, knew it would be a mistake get the message, you know? And then just right away just be like, oh, guys, it's, you know, it's, everything's fine. I feel like there's something going on. I remember when the uh, Hawaii oh, yeah. missile uh, false alarm got raised. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is appropriate for this show, but, but Pornhub published the list of uh, <laughs> yeah. the traffic spike oh, yeah. in Hawaii. And like those, that hour or two after that missile alert, it was just a huge spike in traffic coming from Hawaii, which yeah. was pretty humorous. Well, when you got to go, you got to go. That's it. That's how you want to go out. Uh, let's start with some Canadian events in the gaming scene. Um, I put out a call in our Discord for new stuff, and a couple people said they're going to send me lists, but we don't have any of that yet. So our usual two have been promoted the last couple episodes. You got one, Brett. All right, hit me with yours first. Supposedly. Supposedly. uh, This, uh, wait, hold on. No, you go first. I got to pull it up. I have it. Okay. (laughs) While you're pulling it up. uh, I I totally forgot the date, so hold on. That's a key part of the event. (laughs) Uh, the Rainbow Six Invitational uh, is happening uh, February 14th, 16th in Quebec, in Laval. Uh, the fourth annual Six Invitational uh, for Rainbow Six Siege, Ubisoft's flagship first-person esport shooter thing that I've started several times but never got into. Um, the world's 16 best Rainbow Six teams will be coming to play there'll be panels and shit and you can buy tickets mm-hmm. so yeah it's at the place bell is that where the montreal canadians play the bell is center it? place bell is that different than the the oh, bell center is the arena place bell yeah that is where the canadians play yeah so they're... i've never heard it called the place bell before maybe that's how it's french wait is palisade the bell i don't know <laughs> let me, let me see if I this is make up some French stuff, you know. 
Oh, no, it's not. That's where... Wait. The Canadians to Montreal move to the... Ah, this is too much effort. It's not where the Montreal Canadiens play. But it is in... um, I can go boot up NHL uh, 20 and we can just find it. Uh, So, yeah, if you're a big Rainbow Six fan and you want to hang out with some other Rainbow Six fans and watch professionals play Rainbow Six, do that. Details Sounds on like a blast. And the XP Game Developer <laughs> Summit is still happening. Canada's GDC, uh, Wednesday, April 8th to Thursday, April 9th. And then the Game Awards, Canadian Game Awards happening just after that. That's at the Weston Harbor Castle in Toronto. You can buy tickets now. Um, oh, yeah. Damn. Bad boys, videos. bad boys. <laughs> I live directly beside a hospital, so I get like an ambulance mm. an hour. But, nice. you know, that's fine. Uh, and you can also volunteer for the convention. You get in, but you have to do what they tell you to do. Steve, uh, are and we you going? Can also, are you guys going? To what? The game XP thing. Game Developer Summit, Canada oh. GDC. Uh, yeah, we should really talk to the guy. I, I, I think I will be going. Um, Sick. about the game of the award ceremony? That'd be yeah, cool. That's the thing. I think he okay. was, wasn't. We got to talk to the J after the podcast, I think. Because he was the supposed J. to put us in touch with them, I think. All right. Get us some tickets, homie. Things developing. We have a couple months left, so there's an early bird price on tickets, so go get those. You can find them on our site in the events page. Also at xpgamesummit.com. .ca, I think. Wait. It's xpsummit.ca. There we go. (sighs) All right. Brett, what's your event? Hit me. All right. So, officially, Game Dev Drinks, Demo Night, Wednesday, January 22nd, 7 p.m., second floor of the Pheasant Plucker in Hamilton. So, if you want to get your game... Uh, to be like have a slot to go and like play to get your game play tested by people, just uh, tweet out to Game Dev Drinks or Facebook them and then they'll organize it with you. Um, but yeah, so that's happening in I guess 10 days. So get Hamilton, on it, right? Yeah, the one and only. And it's Bless. usually a pretty good event. Uh, a lot of people show up for it to play your games and stuff. So excellent. Yep. That's it for events. Oh, wait, no, uh, no, no. We're gonna, oh, no, we well, got another one. Oh, oh uh, in the Discord, someone posted over uh, in the West Coast Game Dev Discord channel that the next Global Game Jam, January 31st, February 2nd, I guess has just happened everywhere, but he specifically, or this person specifically uh, linked to the Mount Royal University Game Jam, so you can check that out, but I'm sure everywhere. I, I don't know Game Jams that well, but I'm guessing Global Game Jam is literally just for those three days kind of everywhere is doing their own sort of game jam collectively, right? There's usually, like, um, places where people get together to do it, and there's, yeah. like, uh, you can find those. Mount Royal's in Calgary, so if you're close to there, you can go to that one. But there are locations everywhere. There's, like, dozens in Toronto and all over the place. So you go. but And then here in Toronto, there's going to be Indie Mixer, February 5th. I posted this in the Discord as well. Um, okay. Uh, February 5th, 7 to 10 o'clock at the Hive Esports Bar on St. Clair, which is actually a pretty good spot. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I went to I went to the Scavengers like early access launch party there. It just happened I was in Toronto and I actually got to meet a bunch of the developers there and they oh, gave nice. me like they had a bunch of cool merch. They gave me matchbooks that had like all the promo stuff on it. And oh, one of the guys was really cool. We played Scavengers together. Yeah, I think uh the twi- like cool the twi- the Toronto Twitch group meetup was there um or has been there. Yes. Um, I went there for, there was another, I, th- I think they've done a few like kind of, uh, game, uh, launch celebration party things there. So check it out there. It's actually a, its own Twitter event called at the indie mixer. So you can follow them and, 
and kind of know what's going on. No, wait. Hmm. Scavengers is the studio. The game is Project Darwin. That's what it is. Oh, which is coming to the PS4 this week, eh? Is it? Yeah, we. I forgot uh, to post to, to tell you about that and post it or whatever. But we'll, it'll be on the site. I, it'll be on. Actually, you know what? It's on the site right now. People who are listening, it's on the site. You can just go there. His name's Keen. Uh, he's the game designer. Oh, he left to work at Riot Games in Hong Kong, but he did work on uh, the Scavengers. Shout out to Keen. He's cool. No Darwin Project. Yeah. Yeah, it was an okay game. I like the I like the idea of it, and clearly they're doing well enough to come to new platforms. So good for them. We never did. We never did play it. We should play it. We should. Yeah. Um, yeah. Indie Mixer, and game jam, global game jam. Indie Mixer, game dev drinks in Hamilton, XP Game Summit, and Rainbow Six Invitational. Find all those on our website, kinggamedevs.com. All right. Now we're gonna move on to the news. Uh, this is one we talked about before but we hadn't had on the site yet but now uh we've published rima the story begins out now on ios and android should i do the movie guy voice or no yes yes in the last full moon before shadow gets close to the land illithin the goddess of illa sent one of her messengers down to find the one and only savior because she knew as shadow steps into illa and opens a dark gate hope life and joy would turn into a dream (laughs) <laughs> it's out now on ios and android i'm uh, i'm laughing at brett snickering i don't even want to play this game after that <laughs> oh whoops oh, no. what are you doing don't don't sign me for your uh your trailer voiceover uh it looks pretty it's I'm uh, like it's Ori also, in the blind forest vibes yeah exactly it's also coming to well it's funny because if you go to their website it has the logos for ios and android and then also has the steam logo and it and it says to be announced, which mm-hmm. seems like in itself is an announcement, but um, there's no like store, there's no like link to click or anything like that. It's just literally the logo. So I chuckled that a little bit, but it will be coming to Steam, it seems like eventually. Um, just like another up mobile Entertainment game. Entertainment Limited. Um, they need to up their social media game because I tagged them in a bunch of stuff over the mm-hmm. December Game of the Year stuff, and they were one of the only studios. Other than Bioware, for obvious reasons, that like didn't even like or retweet <laughs> our posts. Yeah. So sort out your social media game, Uplimited. Bioware yeah. didn't. Bioware limited. didn't retweet. Nope. Bioware didn't. Uh, the coalition didn't. Um, oh, for obvious reasons. We're calling but, people out. I see that. Oh I like yeah. This. I'll, I'll call you out. We had we had a lot of support from the the indies because indies are where it's at. Why Thank even? You, yeah. Why even write about triple uh, A games? Triple games. Oh, it's funny. It's funny. If it was I'll up just, to me, we'd all do indies, but I mean, I'll throw I the think shade. There is some value. I'll There's throw the value. shade right away that uh, Anthem got zero votes in that in that poll. So, <laughs> oh my, oh man, yeah, Shot, shots are being fired today. I don't know about make, I don't know about Gears Five. Gears Five probably got a few votes, but I, I, I don't think I can check, but I don't know if it did. Just oh, yeah, make yeah, the Mass Effect collection and then Mass Effect Four, but like actually this time, that's all I want. That's I mean, all I need. It's so annoying how EA doesn't want to port, like, how they want to monopolize, like, or not monopolize, monetize, like, every little bit of every single game, but they won't fucking, like, port over, like, dead, the Dead Space trilogy or Mass Effect trilogy. Like, they have all these actually dope games that they won't just bring over. It's like, guys, mm-hmm. just throw some pay-to-win shit in here. I don't care. I just want the games on PS4. I just want new trophy lists. So, this game used to be a mobile game? It is a mobile game. Are we talking it's about, still a mobile game. We're talking, we're talking about, about Rima. Rima? Right? Yeah. yeah. The story begins. Oh, I thought you were saying it was going to Switch or something like that. My bad. No, it's it's coming to Steam. Like, if you go to the site, 
It has the logos for iOS and Android. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, I thought I thought this was a a port going to from mobile to something else. No. no, no has no. not flipped the switch yet. Hasn't no. they haven't has, flipped the switch yet? Has just flipped the phone. Mm, yeah. He's thinking oh. about it. Nope. No, he's not thinking about it. Next up in the news, uh, <laughs> Stretchbot has coming to Steam early next month. Uh, released on mobile last year, M5 Games, Toronto-based studio, pixel art action platformer Stretchbot coming out February 5th, 2020 right. on Steam. Uh, in Stretchbot, players take on the role of a steam-powered robot tasked with taking on kids scientists to save the world from ecological collapse. Three worlds, 24 levels, players fight over a dozen distinct robot foes using a range of Stretchbot abilities they'll upgrade throughout the game. Uh, it'll feature your Steam achievements, full controller support, and Steam Cloud saves. Thank you. And you can add it to your Steam wishlist right now to get notified when it releases. Go add StretchBot to your Steam wishlist. Mm. Just thinking about it. Mm-mm. We're not even in that segment yet. I was about to say, so is, so okay. is this an official wishlist this moment or no? No, I, no, I, just, I just plug when you can wishlist right. it. That's but right. this isn't an official CanadianGameDevs.com wishlist this selection. Um, okay. I want to see if Groove Gunner put that award on their Steam page because they said they would, and I, I, think, I don't think they did yet. I think they have. I think Stretchbot has been a wish list this moment, though. I think it has. I probably talked. I can actually check. I keep all the old ones. Right. Let me see. No, it hasn't. We just. You know what? I'm making an executive decision though. Add it. To, add it to the thing. You're adding it to your wish list. Yeah, I'll do it right now. Okay. Okay. Playing the sound effect. Wow, you guys. Are you guys are feeling this one? <laughs> I'm. You're not. Uh, no, I'm not. The first poo-poo of 2020. Is it really the, the first? Yeah, you added every single one on the other podcast to your wish list and was uh, okay no. about all of them. Yeah, you did. I thought the sound effect all I didn't know we were wishlisting right now. Oh, man. No, not, not, no, I mean last podcast. <laughs> I feel like I've taken, I've, I've kind of upset your world a little bit. Like, well, this isn't the time to wishlist thing. Okay, Brett's back. <laughs> we had Brett's a good back. first week. <laughs> Yeah, he was feeling festive, so. Yeah. Uh, 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 okay. Uh, next up, um, Peaceful Town Builder Dwaros, and I, I use the word saunters onto Steam next month. Do you like that? I, I like that. It's a I saw that. I do like it. Editorializing. Thank you. you uh, Toronto-based indie studio Lithic Entertainment, at Lithic Ent on Twitter, has confirmed that Dwaros is coming to Steam with Windows, Mac, and Linux support. Wow, big props. February 28th, 2020. Uh, a bunch of people on the replies were like, wait, why not just do February 29th? That'd be so cool. And um, Andy Wood replied, because Steam doesn't like weekend releases. So, But that was a question I had, too. I was like, why not do February 29th? Not many games get to release on that. But mm. apparently it was just too hard. Oh, it's a leap year. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwaros is a third-person town builder uh, featuring three unique characters with different skills and abilities to explore the peaceful world, solve puzzles, build out your town, and befriend local wildlife. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwaros will also feature Steam achievements, full controller support, and Steam Cloud save support, and you can wishlist it now <laughs> on Steam. Uh, these these screenshots, I don't know why I said it like that, are really cute. I'm really digging the vibe of this game. There's a duck, and there's like an attention bar above it. Is this some sort of... Is this the befriending wildlife I'm, I'm being told about, where you can befriend ducks, because I would like that? I don't know. So Brett's got a lot to say about this game. I'm Hit sure. me, Brett. Well, because you've been playing it, right? Yes, I have been playing it. I got so, about maybe five or six hours into this game so far. So basically, is there an embargo? Do no, we, no, no, Can we talk about it? No, no, no. So the reason why we have it is because I kickstarted this game because I've been in love with this game ever since I found out about it like three years ago. I kickstarted it 
mm-hmm. and the the tier I got at was two codes. So I got a code, and then I knew Brett's been been feeling this one since it's basically a farming game. Um, okay. So I so I hooked him up over the weekend, but I haven't had a chance to play it. Um, are we on? Are we allowed to talk about it? I mean, if they gave you a code, I assume you are allowed to talk about it. Yeah, because I asked if we could stream it and stuff like that, and he said, "Yeah." So we are. It's not like we have a. Re- it's not like a review embargo. It's just like mm-hmm. a Kickstarter, like thing. So it's like if we, like everyone can play it. Yeah, we like if, anyone who. Yeah, anyone who kickstarted the game has the game right now. So. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Cool. So I don't know if you. Let's just wait. You can wait till then, like when we get to the actual discussing. Talk games. about what we've been playing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Doro's Steam page live, wishlist it, um, and it's coming out end of next month. Not on the 29th, because it's too hard, but that's okay. I still, I'm still interested in looking at this trailer. That's it for the news, unless anyone else has anything they want to throw in quick. Uh, no, just that project, uh, or Darwin project is out on PS4. Oh, okay, out on PS4, and that'll be on um, the site. On Tuesday. And, is that uh, because PlayStation doesn't have, because on Steam and... Uh, Xbox, it's in game preview and early access. Is that just because there's no early access mode on PlayStation Store? I'm guessing. I don't know. Is it still in early access technically? Or I think, yeah, I think it's leaving early access at the same time. Because that was the same reason PUBG couldn't go on PS4. There was no early access mode for it. I thought I thought the PUBG... Well, no, because Fortnite's early access and that's been on PS4. No, t- technically not on PS4. There's no early access branding on it. What? No, so that's not technically, true. Yeah, technically it's launched on PS4 and it's still in early access on PC. Really? I'm pretty sure, yeah, because there's no... PlayStation doesn't have any setup for early I, access or game preview. I don't think it has... I don't... Mm-hmm. Let me just check quick. Is Fortnite early access on Well, PS4? what's what's even the back end towards that? All you gotta do is just release the game. Like, you just need to have the game bootable. So it's just like... They just don't advertise as like an early access thing. Like, it's not like... Putting up an early access game is any different than putting up any other normal game, is it? Yeah, there's like uh, different expectations, I think. And then they do it differently on them. Wow, it has a million reviews on PlayStation Store. I've never seen that before. What does? Fortnite? Fortnite has four and a half stars, (laughs) 1.2 million rate. I've never seen that before. Just that kind of card. But, okay, yeah, it is listed in the description as early access. But like, there's no early access setting for games on PlayStation. No, I don't. So no, I don't think. I don't think there is. I think if you, yeah, if you like, I'm looking at Dauntless now. Although I think Dauntless has officially released when it uh, like this last big update that they had a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm more concerned when I played Fortnite, like because I bought the the like Storm or Save the World Save edition the world. too, mm-hmm. and I'm more than certain it said early access i just don't think they really advertise like an early access section same with warframe the, warframe was on ps4 would, at launch and it was early access i'm i'm pretty sure again i don't i think it's just like in the game it'll say early access but i don't think anywhere on the playstation store it says early access because like the xbox game preview functions the same as steam early access where like there's a discount there's like a hub with like update patch notes and stuff yeah there's definitely the there's definitely nothing like that that's for sure hmm. but i'm pretty sure that's why scavengers or sorry, Darwin Project, PUBG, and a bunch of the and um, We Happy Few was on Xbox Game Preview, but not on PlayStation. I thought those were always no. just because of like exclusive deals they made with Microsoft. Like I thought, just the creators of those games, Microsoft gave them a little bit extra money or whatever to just be like on the system first. Maybe, hmm, maybe that'll be a PS Five feature. 
Fortnite early access. <laughs> just more Fortnite. <laughs> Probably. Oh yeah, I guess for I guess Fortnite will be on on those games, right? On those systems. On those consoles? Yeah. I I assume so. Yeah, I got to imagine so. Anyways, day day 1, that launch title. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess all these free to plays will would launch, right? Like Warframe and Unless if they've had enough development time to make it work, then yeah, probably. And that's the weird thing, and this is something I, I'm interested in talking about, but I don't know if there's a spot for it, but Xbox Series X, every launch game for Xbox Series X will work with backwards compatible, like will work on Xbox One, Xbox One X, etc. Yeah, I heard but about that. PS5 games, um, we have no confirmation or anything, but I'm assuming will just be PS5 games. <coughs> I think, that, I think actually they did confirm that, like, no, there will be PS5-only games. Yeah. Which is super interesting to me, and that's a that's a whole other conversation with these consoles. Then. And there's also, did you see the leak that uh, they're probably skipping E3 again this year, which means they're doing their own thing, probably? Hmm. Interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I can see if I can find that one, but I and I, I totally get it, because like, E3 just is becoming more and more useless as a platform for getting your message out. They've yep. clearly leaned into these state of plays. They're doing community events like the PlayStation Experience in Anaheim. So I could see them just totally ditching E3 and or doing their own thing like up the street like EA does and just being the same time but not actually through E3. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Interesting. That's what Nintendo does, so Does Nintendo even go to E3? Yeah, they do. They have the booth and everything. They, they still have, have the booth, space. but like everything else is all from Japan, really. They don't do the they don't do like the conference at E3. They just do their big yeah. Nintendo directs like at the same time. I think like yeah. I think technically the only conference last year was Xbox, and uh, it was Xbox, Bethesda, Square Enix. Right, so I meant like only uh, only oh, okay, like yeah. console people or whatever yeah. it was. Well, Sony yeah. had theirs last year too, didn't they? No, they skipped E3 last year. Sony skipped it. Really? It yeah, I like they were they, there. They didn't even do a state of play. That's okay. They don't need to. No, they're they're holding out. They're gonna do. They just gotta do a big one. Get get me interested in PS5. At this point of what I'm looking at, I'm really leaning towards an Xbox Series X because. It'll just run the games I have now better because control runs like ass on my Xbox One. It's it also still runs it like ass on PS4 Pro. Just, just good, good to know. <laughs> so I'm I'm honestly at this point there's I have nothing in my head like Last of Us Part Two is coming to PS4. All the games I really care about, Ghost of Shima coming to PS4. There's no reason for me right now to buy a PS5, and there's and there are reasons I want to kind of buy a Series X to play Halo the best it can be and like all these games I have that currently don't run the grade on xbox one we'll just run great on series x which i think is a good pitch for that see i'm the i'm the i'm the other way around where it's like i'm just too invested in P, like playstation stuff that i'm i'm day one ps5 for sure and most likely day one for xbox series x because why, why the okay. hell not what else am i gonna spend my stupid money on so your kid nah she's fine don't worry about it all right all right all right that's <laughs> it for the news now we're gonna as, long as, as long as she's to- alive wish list this our new favorite segment on the canadiangamedevs.com podcast uh inspired by brett and steve's frequent wish listing of games during the show in this segment i highlight three upcoming canadian made games that you all have to wish list at least one and that clause is for brett um at least one during this segment uh and then i play the magical sound effect that uh sebastian gave us uh i put out a call on twitter but this one wasn't really as received no one actually replied at all as they usually do so I'm still going through the ones I got from last year. Uh, but first up, Eichenfell from Happy Ray Games in Vancouver, BC. Quote, a turn-based tactical RPG about a group of troublesome magic students. Use timing mechanics to power your spells and block attacks and explore the twisted halls of a vast magic school. Fight challenging monsters and bosses and uncover dark secrets 
never meant to be found. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Where's where is this? I can fill. Oh, here I can link you. Yeah, I want to see. The, I gotta I gotta get in on these pages. Though. How, okay, okay. How do you okay. how do you miss the game every time, man? Are you listening to him when he talks? I think yeah, I talk kind of fast too. No, no but he, I, I boot it up every time. Time out, time out, <laughs> time out, Steve. One. Usually, we, like he has all the other stuff posted out for us, and then out of all the things that he doesn't have posted for us is these wish list games. Like, come on now. Wait, I can just send you what I'm looking at here. Just open this document. Yeah. This is what I'm looking Wait, at. There's a document. Open, oh my god. There's a document where where I because I, I I write everything down kind of like a script. So you can you can scroll down to to wish list this I and I have permi- hyperlinks. I, I, I don't have permission to this document. See, Brett okay. and I just did all these episodes with Dan, like just ad hoc and like really not prepared at all. And now that Steven prepares, it's just throwing him in a loop. He just doesn't yeah, know what to do. I don't even know what's going on, man. I just I like to talk. Here, wait, try th- try this one. <laughs> I just this one should work. I think the I, previous I, one only let people with email get into it. I just like talking about shit. I don't get that one either. You this can't is, get into that one? What's going on, man? <laughs> I just Hold want to on. talk shit about video games. <laughs> we can do that and be organized. Here, try this one. This okay. one definitely works. I can fall. I'm wishlisting it. Okay. Um, I'm in. Okay, cool. Scroll down to wishlist this. Uh, yes. I can fell from Happy Ray Games in Vancouver. It looks really cute. I've been following it for a while. There's that very active fan community i think it was a kickstarter game actually all right um i'm pretty sure let me actually double check that before i go spreading oh. lies humble Bum- bundle is the publisher i didn't know they actually published games by humble oh yeah they published um a short hike was a humble exclusive for a month uh this is part of how they get people into their humble monthly program is you get access to the humble presented games i'm pretty sure was this Kickstarter? I don't know if I'm, I'm lying to you guys. I think I remember. Feels like you're lying. I might be. You are. I know it was. No. I no. can fail Kickstarter. No, I'm right here. Two thousand six hundred backers pledged sixty-one thousand Canadian dollars to bring this project to life. October fifteenth, twenty nineteen, was the last post. Um, yeah, they hit. Let me see how many stretch goals they had. Oh man, this this game looks great. Um, this game's like. Wait, where are their stretch goals? They hit one of their stretch goals, which was a full-length original soundtrack available for Kickstarter backers and on Steam. Uh, and this game looks pretty cute. Are you guys looking at the Steam page now? Are you watching that trailer? Are you looking at those screenshots, Brett? No gifts yeah. on the on the page, though. I know. Not no every. Gifts it's on it's the hard. Page. It's a small team. Um, gifts are also really hard, but not really. But uh, it's kind of like if Harry Potter was more cute and not made by a weirdo. You know, it was kind of the vibe I get. <laughs> I can tell. And this... the combat's more, like, rhythm-based, which I also really like. It's I, like how, a... I like how that girl has just ruined, like, her entire image with, like, all the extra Harry Potter shit that she <laughs> she shares with us that we don't want to know. I don't even read they the just... books. I, I like the books. I read them as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I got in trouble at my Christian elementary school for bringing those books to school. Oh my so, god, really? The devil. So that's how I. That's how I kind of started my my rebellious angst. Nice. Reading Harry Potter at a Protestant Christian school. This game looks kind of interesting. I probably would wish list it. Okay, we got a wish list sound effect. Yeah, I would. I would wish list this one. This one so far, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. we got it. We got we got at least one from Brad. You, you don't have really, to do any other ones, but you can't really you fuck up one. an RPG. So you oh. <clears throat> 
You can. <laughs> absolutely can. I played yeah, I was some. trying to be nice. I was trying to be nice. That's fair. Uh, next up on Wishlist this Organism 8 from at MFSD Duong in Calgary, Alberta. <clears throat> Explore an alien planet that has been colonized by a supreme, devout cyborg race that seeks dominance, oh, dominance over existence. <laughs> Organism 8, follow one of the most feared bounty hunters in the galaxy in her mission against the never-ending Necril. Take what's yours in this wolves versus wolves epic. I'm not sure what that means, um, and this also sounds like the Borg from Star Trek, but... It looks pretty cool. It's a very small team, um, and I always, you know, you, you weight your expectations accordingly. Uh, Derek Duong previously... Nope, that's their only game on Steam. Never mind. Uh, I like the vibe of the trailer. It's super dark and sci-fi-y. Those are two things I like. Um, and there are GIFs in the Steam page uh, description, which is something I look for. <laughs> where's it, where's it this looks guy? Like they looks haven't, like they haven't finished... Where's this guy looking? Yeah. Uh, in uh, Calgary. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and this one was brought to our attention by... Ah, oh, shoot. I forget the Twitter account. Maybe... It's one of the Alberta Twitters that, like, is always super vocal. So thank you for your recommendation. Uh, and Eichenfell was recommended by just a huge Eichenfell fan who was like, hey, I'm really excited for this game. So I forget your name. Would have played you, but that was a while ago. I just have this list now. Um, <laughs> yeah, and... You got a wish list? Did, did we get a wish list from anybody? Sound effect? I, I had it. I had it. Delicious. Whistle list. Sound effect. Dun, dun, it looks dun, cool. Dun. Any thoughts, Brett, on looking at the Steam page? Mm, I wouldn't play it. Like, I don't think I would buy it, personally. Okay. But it looks cool, though. Like, there's some things in it that I'm digging, but it doesn't look like something I would actually want to play. You know but what? I'll take it. There is some... I do like some of the mechanics I'm seeing, though. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Liking this, uh, I'm liking this giant ant. The thing Something I'm not that... liking about this game, though, and maybe it's just off of the trailer, just I don't like how dark it is. That that I don't like that. <coughs> it does seem very dark. That that's my only like kind of thing. Like, uh, yeah, it just seems like way too dark for no reason. But other than that, uh, yeah, interesting, interesting. What was the third game you wanted me to plug, Steve? I forget already. Dwaros. Was it just Dwaros? Yeah. Okay. Add Dwaros to your wish list. Why not? So are you going to do the, the movie voice for the thing? Oh, yeah, I can do that. Dwaros is a land of stuff. <laughs> it's a land of stuff. <laughs> You're the only one playing the game, Brett. You should know about <clears> that. There's a dwarf. A peaceful third person adventure and town building game. Gather, build, puzzle, explore, and quest in a beautiful handcrafted world. It's actually a pretty small description and not really meriting the movie voice because it's just a super non-threatening description um but yeah uh february 28th add to your wish list this game plans to unlock in approximately six weeks wow mm. nice befriend befriend should be a mechanic in every game name a game whose experience would not be improved by a befriend mechanic hmm Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I have to think about what befriend actually means. Because, like, if you think about it, it'd be like, I don't want to be your friend anymore, so I've befriended you, though. That'd but, be defriend, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds like saying befriend would be like, you, you're you not friends anymore. But, like, really, it's not that. It is you it's are It's the opposite friends. of that, yeah. It's so weird. It's such a weird word. 
All right, that's it. So, for am I supposed to talk about? Can we talk about Dwaros, or do you want to talk? About we're, we're we're just getting into what we've been playing. I just want to tell people, the people listening, if you have a Canadian game upcoming that someone can wishlist on any really storefront, as long as it's able to add to a wishlist, uh, tweet it at us. I uh, I'll ask for them every week, or you can just tweet them at us anytime, and I'll put it on my list here. I'm running out of games, so send me more. I I can also just find more, but I like when people bring it to me because I'm lazy. Uh, so yeah, do that. All right, now we're gonna talk about what we've been playing. Brett, I should go last. You should go last. Okay, I'll go first <laughs> then. Uh, I'm on the last level of Resident Evil Two, and I know I'm on the last level because I had to look up a guide because I got stuck at the the chess pieces part. There was one chess piece I'd missed like at the beginning, and I was I'd gone over like the those three floors like ten times. I was like, I don't feel bad looking up a guide and I did and I found the queen and got uh, the I had missed the chemical gun too I just walked right straight past that part got all the chess pieces but the king and queen because they have to do them for that one puzzle you're still you still got some you still got a the, little bit of a game left though after that the guide says I'm like in the last section um, of Leon's story so you, well, you I'm still not have, get the you have like all of Umbrella to kind of deal with but it's, it's a much smaller section okay that's where I am I have I, I get what everyone really likes this game i can tell and having played a bit of resident evil 2 um how mu- how just how much better it feels but there's still so <laughs> much there's like little things of course i can nitpick like if my inventory's full and there's ammo on a counter and my gun's empty let me load the bullets directly into my gun instead of finding something in my inventory to discard to put the gun ammo in my inventory and then into my gun that bothers that's happened to me multiple times multiple times yeah, multiple times, probably like five or six times in my playthrough, my inventory has been full, I'm so far away from a box, and I find shotgun ammo or handgun ammo, and my gun's empty, but you have to put it into your inventory before you can load it into your gun, when it just makes so much sense to just, I, I should just be able to put it over my gun and just load it into it. Dude, you need some that, better You need some better item management and some, some uh, gun I management. Cause... item management. This is totally a me <laughs> issue, and I get that. But it's also like a doesn't make sense issue because you should totally be able to just put it over top, load it into your gun, and then any excess, you have to find out how to put that in your inventory. That just makes more sense to me. But that's a nitpick, an extreme nitpick. Otherwise, they they kind of, it's funny because I I don't know if you could do the same thing with her, with, um, with herbs. Because I think in later games, if you, if you found like a green herb and your item, your inventory was full, you could still use that herb to heal yourself. I don't remember if Resident Evil 2 lets you do that, the remake. But I know, like, previous Resident Evil games would let you do that at least. So, so similar, that, not the same. That's the only thing that bothers me. Everything else I really love. And I think I put the brightness too low because it does that calibration, I think, at the beginning. That might just be me too, but everything's really dark. I should bump that up. I'm really liking it, though. It's 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 tight. I love the when something's at the end of the hallway and you're just lying up the shot. That, that feels good. And, I, and I'm probably going to get Resident Evil 3 because I borrowed Resident Evil 2 from somebody at work and I have to go back soon. Uh, I want to play through Claire's story too, though. I don't know if I'll get the true ending, quote unquote. Yeah. I, that seems like a lot of work and I'm lazy. That's fair. I've been enjoying it. I've also been playing Super Crush KO from Vertex Pop. They sent me a code, but they asked me not to talk about it until the game launches on the 16th, which is this Ooh. Thursday. Um... I guess I should I talk won't to too say, much. I won't <laughs> say I'm having a, and I really like it. That okay, I said something, but yeah, uh, we're hoping to stream it. 
I can delete that, but I probably won't because that just seems like why would you not not want someone to say that? We're gonna stream it on our Twitch page when I get back. Oh, I'm going to Pack South this week. I also forgot to say that. So I'll be gone the 15th to the 20th. So I don't know how we'll record this weekend. It might just have to be. I'll bring my laptop so we could do it maybe. Um, do do it yeah. on the plane. S- record? Yeah. I don't have any Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah you can't. No, you can you can buy Wi-Fi on airplanes now. No, I, what? I hate to be that guy on a plane who's just shouting at his laptop <laughs> while everyone else is trying to sleep. Exactly. How to get to Halifax from San Antonio is a whole other adventure. I have like five different flights with four different hour layovers. It sucks. Air travel in the States is just a mess. Should uh, Make sure you say hi to, to Tim Duncan and Popovich, though, when you're in San Antonio. Who's that? Oh, my God. Popovich? Popovich. Come on, Popovich. NBA, San Antonio Spurs. Never mind. Let's go. We can keep. Go. Let's go. Let's keep going. I'm gonna go to a Spurs game and send a picture to Brett just to piss him off because he knows I don't actually appreciate any of that and I can do it and he can't. <laughs> and I think uh, that'll be amusing. I just like tuned you out. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> what did you say? He's going to go to go, a Spurs game. I'm gonna go to a Spurs game and send you a picture just to piss you off because I don't care about basketball at all and I can do that and you can't. You mean I can't go to the San Antonio and watch? <laughs> You're not, oh, allowed. Could, but You're not allowed, not bro. This weekend. I could it's just illegal. go. You could. <laughs> I could just get on the plane and be there, pay money. You could, but you, you won't. You can go to Pack South. Go to Pack South with me, Brett. Nah, I have no desire to go see crappy games. Ooh. Wow, look at you, eh, mister? What, do you, <laughs> what do video games do to you? To be fair, I was looking, because I wanted to, like, I have a bunch of physical copies of indie games. I was like, oh, is there anyone there? I could, like, get them to sign it, but there's really no one there I want to talk to. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of a there's a there's a couple of games in like the big PAX indie <laughs> section, but I think it'll just be like the PR people, not the developers. Is this well, the right one that, across from a. Is this the one what? This is this is called PAX South, right? Like, how many PAXs yeah. are there again? There's PAX South, PAX Prime slash West, which is Seattle, PAX East, which is Boston, PAX Unplugged. I don't know where that is, and PAX Australia, AUS. And every year there's like a, a poll or like a campaign to get PAX North somewhere in Canada that always gets like 15,000, 20,000 signatures, but it never mm. happens. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That's why we have EGLX. Kind of. And also like there's a bunch of gaming stuff at the CNE every year that gets bigger and bigger. Like kind of funny was there this year with a big drink box event and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, all that to say I've been playing Resident Evil <coughs> 2 Remake and Super Crush KO. Two very, very different games I am enjoying. One I can nitpick a lot more than the other, because the other is just more focused and entertaining. But, Steve, what have you been playing? If you hear baby noises in the background, by the way, that's just my baby. Uh, oh, I game played... of life? Makes sense. Good game. <laughs> I played, uh, I've been playing uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which... Uh, I'm so we, sorry. <laughs> we got codes for, like, when it came out, um, and it's not good at all. Like, it's 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 quite bad, actually. Um, there's definitely moments in it where... It can be good, and I was playing like with a rando co-op person, and I was, and I was enjoying it. But then, like, just bugs and shit just kind of happen. It just really needs like a, some polish. Um, and then I'm, I joined the Discord, and people are just like, I guess it's a far kind of uh, it's it's different than how uh, it's basically Division, but in the forest is what they kind of did with it, like an RPG mechanic, like gear score and all that stuff, and. Yeah, it's not it's not great. There's just a lot of like weird odd choices in it. The story is like kind of really dumb and it's just it's whatever. Um I have uh and then I also picked up or I actually didn't pick up my friend lent me control. So 
the game it yes. was the game that came out last year that I wanted to play like it was the game I didn't play last year that I wanted to play the most um and it's it's really really great uh it runs like complete actually no it, it does run like shit and when you leave like a start menu or whatever it just it lags yeah <laughs> it lags so horribly and as someone who has a baby like resting on him at all times and needs to pause games can like like constantly to just make sure mm-hmm. she doesn't fall off like it's so annoying um also the game makes no sense whatsoever like it's what? just a, it's a confusing mess of just shit that they just threw but together like, no they no it, it's very like have you been reading the redacted notes so, and so that's the other thing they just throw notes and documents at you so much yeah, like it's, it's like a, it's every, it's like every minute you find something to read about, and I'm like, I'm not doing this. Like, tell me your story through the world and through dialogue. That's while so I'm much playing. more money <laughs> to like record all that. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a budget way to story build. So so if you don't but, if you don't read the majority of the documents, the game makes no sense whatsoever. And I'm not gonna read seen... all this shit. <laughs> And break myself the, away from the game. It's not. It's, sorry, it's not the fact that I don't want to read stuff. It's that the game is too much fun for me to want to like go away from it and read stuff. Like I'd rather be playing the game and be told these things through like dialogue, like through dialogue or through uh, mm-hmm. through chat or something like that. But you're right. It's like it's definitely a much cheaper way of doing it. Have you seen the, the like live action parts where they have like the scientist guy who is like an actual actor that you're watching like movies of and stuff? Yeah, Re- Remedy always does weird shit like that. There's times where there's like a TV playing and you just like go to interact with the TV and you just start watching TV. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's there's shit going on. Like, I feel like I gotta oh, that you complaining and I I actually do think there's a bit too much reading, but like I get why they did it because having actors and CGI and motion cap is a lot, but. There's a scene in the Simpsons movie where they're trying to come up with a solution for Springfield being so polluted, and he like gives Rainier wool capsules like the president, and they give him three options, and he's like, "Well, I've laid out three careful options," and he's like, "Number three," and he's like, "You don't even want to read them first," and he's like, "I was elected to lead, not to read." <laughs> Number three, and that's me. Every time I get to like a big moment in a game or story where there's like all these ramifications, like an RPG or something, I just pick, I just impulse pick one. And like sometimes I'll be playing with someone else, and they're like, "Wait, you didn't even read them?" I was like, "I don't care. This is time I'm not doing something I care about, so I'm just gonna skip through it." And yeah. I can definitely see that, especially with control. Control has. I didn't. I found I, by the end of it, I had like seventy five percent, and I had like a hundred and fifty tapes, notes. There's so much shit you got to read to get what's going on in that game. And I did read a lot of them, and I do. I like how they did that. That world building through these redacted internal company memos. Some of them are really funny too. Yeah, I've, <laughs> there, I've, there's some shade being thrown around the office. I've uh, I've 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 hit chapter six out of ten, and I've already unlocked the last trophy for collecting things. I've been collected one hundred and twenty, like pieces of of uh whatever you whatever you call them like uh collectibles of just like files and stuff like that so i'm just like i have more than 120 of these things i'm 60 percent through the game theoretically and like i don't want to read any of this shit because it's just too much and the game is too much fun to go away from it you know and it's just mm-hmm. i don't know i, I just don't want to wait What's your favorite side mission so far? Because I've personally liked the side missions a lot more than the, the main missions. Oh, to be honest, I haven't really done much of the side missions. Um, have, you, have you found Fridge Guy yet? Yeah, I did do that. I did just oh, do that man. one. That, bo- that boss was so annoying, but yeah, the Fridge Guy uh, was pretty funny. Fridge Guy was so good. Um, yeah, there's definitely good writing and good like stuff going on in the game. Like It's definitely a really 
good game. My only gripes with it are, yeah, A, it just runs like complete shit, when, especially when you're just leaving menus, which is weird. And then B, um, just all the, like, all the shit they just throw at you in terms of, like, it's like, it's like I gotta study for a test before each thing. Um, and so it just doesn't make sense, and just I'm just left confused. And you keep going to this, like, this, like, uh, motel, like, lake house motel thing every now and then. I'm just like, it's why like, is... It's like Twin Peaks, Steve. I'm like, why is, like, does this get explained? Because also the character seems kind of, like, just not stupid, but just sort of, like, uninterested in all the weird shit that's happening around her because she just has something weird going on in her life, too. So she just, like, accepts everything that's weird. She's like, yeah, this is, this is the same thing as just the, the my weird spirit that chills out with me, so whatever. I don't know. Yeah, Anyways. you have to let me, know. let me know what you think at the end because I was, I, will. I was a little I- disappointed with it, but... That's fair. They're I'm obviously gonna, setting up for three big DLC packs. Yeah. I'm going to go on mute real quick because my baby uh, won't stop crying. I just want to make sure everything's all right. Okay. But I also want to hear Brett talk about Dwarves. So, Brett, talk about non-Dwarves things if you can. Uh, Brett, have you played anything other than Dwarves this past week? No, Two weeks, I guess. Were you here I mean, last week? I forget. Yeah, you were. I, I can't remember where I am uh, half the time. Anyways. <laughs> so what uh, else have you played? I've, well, I was playing Planet Zoo for a bit, but now I'm on to Dwarves. So, mm-hmm. any other Planet Zoo thoughts though? Yeah. Do you play the Do you play uh, sandbox mode or do you do the campaign out. stuff? I've been doing the campaign stuff. I wanna. I'm gonna fool around with some the uh, sandbox eventually, but I just wanted to do the campaign just to get used to the game and all the little interest uh, whatever that word is. Intricacies. Yeah. I'm back. The word. There you go. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Dude, that was uh, the, all about Dwaro. And, uh, no, he was talking about <laughs> Planet Zoo. Uh, but now that Steve's back, what do you think of Doros? All right, playing it. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting. I, I, there, we're going to have a follow up on this because I'm going to keep playing it. But right now, I'm not. I'm. I like it, but I don't like it. There's like, there's things about it that I like that I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like I like the idea of like. Uh, a part of me thinks that this game was like they uh, purposely made three dwarves or three characters because they wanted more uh, puzzle elements into the game. Because like the main dwarf guy is the one that's doing like all the resource hunting, so he like goes around and you use him to get logs and uh, rocks, pretty much. We'll just say. Then there's the other one that builds everything, and then there's another one that goes and finds things, like with a magic rod, which is hilarious, because that's all they do is run and have a rod. And uh, it just feels like some of these things are a little useless. Um, but like the puzzle elements are make sense, because it's like that Lost that Lost, Lost Vikings vibe to it, with like rotating between the characters is kind of cool. Um, the city management side of things is not cool. Right now, it seems very basic. Like, as someone who's played so many of these types of games, um, like city management games, it just seems like it's very, like, low level. Like, very, uh, like, this would be like your. If you've never played one before, this is a good entry point, I guess, to understand certain mechanics. Um, but there's some things about it where I'm just like, this is, this is too novice for me. I don't care for it. Um, mm. But, like, I'm at the very beginning of the game. I'm like, I'm five or six hours into it. And I did like the first, the first dungeon. I've done the first expansion of my town, um, so I'm I'm moving around and like it's, I'm I kind of hit a, a point where it's kind of boring right now. Like there's not enough quests for 
me to really get into. Like, a, yeah, just like the certain gateways, there's certain gates in the game that are just there to obviously extend your gameplay time in this game. Um, and I find that a little frustrating, but whatever. I think I want to see how it gets, like how it changes as I get a little bit farther along. Because there is some cool elements in the game that I do like. Like, um, I do like this artifact finding thing that they have in the game. So if you find artifacts, it actually unlocks buildings that you can build in your city. But there's only so many of them, so it's not like a really that depth in depth. But it is still pretty cool. Um, that's, not, that's it so far. I haven't really entered a challenge yet, like any enemies to fight or anything like that. That's really kind of <coughs> lacking. There's no... I don't think it has. I, I don't think it has any enemies in it. Yeah, I don't think there's like, any sort of combat, right? Yeah, like I fought like in the first dungeon. Uh, like the boss in there was like you have to just repair it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. You don't. You can't really die. Like, I, I purposely tried to die, and it just respawned me in a different spot, like, with one of my characters. I was like, oh, okay. So, it's like, it's very, there's no risk versus reward. And, like, building stuff just also doesn't feel like there's any risk versus reward. Like, it just, it you know, it just doesn't feel like there's a huge challenge um, so far. Um, yeah, it's just, like, it's just a game. Now, let me, add, like... Is it the kind of game... I always thought it wasn't a game really to have much of a challenge. You know, like, it's just sort of... Maybe, yeah, but maybe even, it's like... Like, I don't think... I never looked at this game and, and thought that there was a way to fail at it. Yeah, but know? if you look at it like a game... Like, this game is kind of like Minecraft in a sense. A very low-rent Minecraft. And even Minecraft yeah. has challenges, right? Like, you can die in Minecraft. Yeah. This game, you can't die. There's nothing literally going to kill me. Um, right. so there's that, that just makes it kind of boring where it's like, there's no risk versus reward. Like, I don't even think they have a day night cycle in this game. Like I think it's been daytime the whole time I've been playing this thing. So, uh, there's like that little element to it. And like the building, the building elements to it are just kind of basic. It's like, eh, whatever. Like build five of these to unlock the next level of something. I'm like, why am I building five craft houses? Like this yeah, there's like certain mechanics and they're kind of just not cool. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting though. It's interesting. I, I there's things about it that I do like. I like the idea. I like the concept of this game. It just feels like they need a lot more to it. Right. Right. And I'm hoping I'm hoping like uh, as I <laughs> unlock more of the world that there's more cooler things that add into this game. But yeah. if this is all it is right now, it's just like unlock, unlock another section of the map to do more of the same shit. Then I'll just be like, nah, I'm bored. Not sure. Hmm. I'm excited to to dive in. Um, I haven't, <clears throat> yeah, I haven't played yet. Uh, I and I know I feel like I've saw somewhere either in a Kickstarter post or something like that where they will be kind of posting more stuff or like updating the game as as mm-hmm. it goes along, which a lot of people always say. Um, but yeah. I think like the game we essentially have now. I remember them saying like in the Kickstarter post, like it's it's essentially content complete. Like this is basically yeah. the game that we have that's coming out in, in you know six weeks or whatever. Yeah, is is the game. Um, I wanted to play some this weekend. I, I will play over the next like week. I was just trying to like crush control because uh, oh. I'm borrowing from a friend. So, and that's the other. Since you said the word control, I do not like the controls in this game at all. Because How does it play mouse keyboard or controller. It like okay, so I'm playing with controller, and it 
there's a lot of it looks like it was designed originally for mouse and key uh, mouse keyboard because like my mouse and key like my mouse is still on the screen as i'm playing with my keyboard i mean uh with my controller so i'm just like let me use my controller please and then uh it'll pull up the the mouse cursor and i'm using my d-pad to <laughs> move it around i'm oh, like no. this is so annoying <laughs> So, yeah, there's a little, a couple finicky, janky things with the controls that I'm not a fan of, um, but whatever. Uh, that's the stuff that you can polish later. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to play this with a mouse and keyboard at all, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, mm. that doesn't seem right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Have you but, befriended uh, Wildlife yet? I just unlocked that. So, you to do it, you have to find the person. And then you have to build their uh, building in your uh, in their t- in the town, and then they'll come and live with you, and then you can start doing that. But I had to unlock the next level of the building, so like there's a yeah, I just unlocked it so I could actually build it now. So yeah, nice. I'm gonna try and figure out that because like there's bears and bunny rabbits running around that like look like you can kill them, but you can't. So clearly they become your pets. So, so. You gotta befriend them. Yeah. yeah, just don't kill him, bro. You become friends with all these things. Well, I was like sitting there, I'm like, oh, dope. I can maybe craft some nice pelts and stuff. Like that's the problem with these like these subpar crafting games because Minecraft like set the bar so high with crafting. You're just like, oh, cool. What can I craft in this this craftable world? And you're like, oh, nothing. Okay, cool. I'll just collect wood and stone. Fair. Yeah. So basically, you you someone enjoy parts of it or whatever. You want to play more. You're still early. It doesn't blow you away, though, is what I'm kind of getting at from what you're saying. Yeah, nothing... You know what? Games like this have to look at, like, uh, Dark Dark Crystal uh, 1 and 2, classic PlayStation 2 game um, that has never been surpassed, in my opinion. Uh, they need to look at this this quality of game. Dark Crystal or Dark Cloud? Uh, sorry, Dark Cloud, yeah, 1 and oh. 2. I never classic played... Those, they're on PS4, actually. Ooh, now that's a game to get, Steve. Wishlist it! Oh. <laughs> I've been mean. To, I've been looking at it. Do you recommend one or two or both? Uh, I would recommend both, but two is definitely superior. But I recommend mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm just hoping uh, there's more to the game as I unlock more stuff. That's all. And the one thing that made me laugh was like, I didn't understand the story. And as Steve's t- uh, Steve was reading the peaceful building game, they call me a colonizer a lot in this game. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, because literally, I think the story is like, we took over the, like the elves hometown and like kicked them out. And now we're building them a town because we felt bad for them. And I've been oh, called, geez, really? and I've been called colonizer quite a bit. I'm like, okay, guys, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm a colonizer. Well, I'm not. You guys are, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, how the turntables, Brett. <laughs> hey, wait. I thought you did the 23andMe thing. You were mostly white. Yeah, but it's still got colonizer blood. In, I mean, uh, savage blood in me. That's not even fun. Well, you got I both. You're that. the hybrid. You're the hybrid. Yeah. Apparently, it's super inaccurate. I'm a daywalker, huh? Yeah, I know. I, I Yeah, I know. It's super inaccurate. Oh, 23andMe? Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. They kind of, kind of say it's like more of a like, kind of like a party trick. Like they're just like, yeah, just do it for fun. It doesn't really mean anything. It's mm. not gonna well, hold they, up. Uh... It's not gonna hold up in court, you know. 
some some uh, geneticists are trying to test it, so they sent in dog stuff, and it came back like with full profiles for all these dogs that were like West African descent or whatever, and they're just like that. No, you, <laughs> very clearly your science is wrong because you can't like yeah. it, you should get this test back. You're like, wait, this is a dog, not a person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's something something mysterious going on over at ancestry dot whatever and 23 and me and all this stuff interesting yeah Yeah, i never i I never actually did that stuff so my sister has like different dna in hers and we kind of just like this is bullshit so because like somehow she has like spanish and i don't have spanish i'm just like what we're related (laughs) and now the government has your dna who's the idiot now you know what go ahead and clone me man take me to space i don't care let's do this no man, Trudeau's going to sprinkle your your blood onto some crime scene or some shit. Okay, that's cool, man. I lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any other last minute thoughts? Have you been playing Doros, Steve? No, I, no, I have the code I downloaded or whatever. But this been weekend was control just kind of, to get it back. Yeah, exactly. I've been, been crushing control, and and uh, I'm actually going to try to play tonight. Actually, if Sophia uh, mm-hmm. is agreeable, it doesn't sound like in the background that she is. Uh, enjoying her life right now, so I gotta check that out first. But I'm, I'm gonna, gonna try to finish. Time. I'm gonna finish Resident Evil 2 tonight. I'm yeah. gonna have a follow up for Duaros every week until I beat it. All right, I'll okay. try to. Ha- I'll try to play for the next episode so we can talk about it more. Okay. All right, that's it for what we've been playing, uh, and that's it for this episode of the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and if you want to help keep the site running, covering the Canadian game dev scene, you can support us over on Patreon.com/slash CanadianGameDevs. We're backing us. We'll get you early access to the show, a special channel on our Discord, as well as our Undying Gratitude. That Discord has been fun. We've been talking about our favorite games of the decade. Um, been enjoying conversations there. So come be exclusive and bougie with us. Oh, and uh, uh, sorry. Um, next, By the time this episode comes out, Patreon's got this early. There's going to be a, an interview with um, the, the, the guy. I forget his name right now. Um, the guy. Pixelmatic the, the guy. guy. Yeah, that, yeah, that person. And he worked on like Age of Empires and stuff at EA and, and stuff, so it's a pretty good interview. So, get hype! Thank you. Uh, here at the end, <laughs> we'd like to thank our top patrons. So, a huge shout out to Andrew Hokulik, Aaron McLeod, Cody Cormier, Dmitry Kornikov, Elizabeth Avery. Thanks, mom. Uh, Hanel, Jean Leggett, Jeff Shepstone, Jeffrey Canham, Kai Hutchins, uh, M5 Games, Wishlist Stretchbot on Steam, Matthew Minow, Pixelnauts underscore Alec, and Slaughter Neko. Thank you, everyone, for your support. And if you want to join these wonderful people at the end of every episode, go to patreon.com slash devs. Thanks for joining us, Stephen. Brett, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I should chirp my mom for not supporting me on Patreon like she support, like your mom supports you. Uh, Stephen L. Crane on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Just Google that. But go to CanadianGameDevs.com. Yeah. Delicious. And Same you guys can Brett. just follow me wherever, you know, Twitter, Instagram, at Brett Meeser. You know what you're doing. Subscribe to Bet on Brad on YouTube. Bet, bet you won't subscribe to Brad on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you know, hit me up on the YouTube too. Hey, man, we're almost at seventy uh, subscribers on the YouTube. There, we're getting there. Nice. Yeah, and uh, subscribe to me on YouTube. I'm at Stephen Riley. I put up a video for my top ten movies and games of 2019. Um, that was fun. Did you guys watch it? What did you think? I did watch it. I saw zero of those films though. Oh, I you, haven't watched it yet. Actually, I will watch it tonight because I am a movie buff. So I want I. I will watch that. I totally forgot about it. Thanks for the reminder. 
cool thanks guys uh and thank you dear listener for joining us this week uh we really appreciate your support and we'll be back next week with another episode of the canadiangamedevs.com podcast in the meantime go to the site for events news everything else join our discord talk to us hang out it's a good time still the only discord only corner of the internet i think with a hashtag politics channel that isn't toxic so that's it (laughs) So I, still cr- I, I impressed I, with that. I'm blown away that of, of everything that's happened, I've only been reached out once with something that was mm-hmm. sort of off-putting mm-hmm. to a few people, and I did nothing about it because I saw it too late. Um, and it wasn't even about the politics channel; it was about something else. So I'm quite proud of that. I'm quite. Yeah. We have hey, a good community. We have I, a community. When I said let's do a politics channel, there was that that day. You're like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I know. We were like, ah. I'm it like, was, let's it was just, just try the, it, man. It was before one of the some election. I forget. It was for I think it was Ford's election is when we started it. Yeah, and I was was just like, I feel like it's going to be brought up anyways, and people want to bring it up. And I think you're right. I think it was for the Ford stuff because there was was a lot of Ford stuff when Ford when that was happening. People because the the people were wondering if the whole like OMDC or what is it the OM it's Ontario Creates now. He rebranded it. Yeah, Yeah. people were wondering if that would just be axed and and get killed because he wasn't really specific on the things he was going to kill um thankfully he didn't but yeah yeah it was like i feel like this is going to come up anyways and we should start it and we were and yeah i remember just being like eh, <laughs> i don't know about that but yeah it's actually turned out pretty good so join join so, and there's so other join us there's non-politics stuff too by the way oh so. yeah yeah um separation of church and state yep uh, all right thanks everyone have a good week bye bye peace We'll see how that goes, cause I'm I'm so partic- I'm so used to eating like processed sauces and shit. So I know. yeah, well, that's gonna be the tough part. It's like making a sauce and being like, oh, okay, this is actually not bad.